you'll get uh you could be ranked at the end. Yeah, and I, and I know we predicted we didn't pick us to lose those two games at <laughs> the beginning, but right. I think I don't know if you picked seven and five. You might have picked six and. I six. was six and I can't remember which one I decided on, but I mean I was either six and six yeah, or seven right, and five. Right around that, yeah, and I I, I chose seven and five, so we. We predicted correctly. Sort of. <laughs> sort of. Yes. The final um, record we, we got correctly. Um, And, I mean, I, I tweeted it earlier. I I deleted it because it wasn't really worded well. Um, But, man, like, you, you can argue. Like, sure, you can make the argument that if you beat those first two opponents, you may not find ways to beat Mississippi State or Missouri, whatever, if you don't kind of have those lessons at the beginning. But mm-hmm. it makes you sick seeing the two games y'all BYU you had one outside you had you had the win outside the busted coverage. Yep. That happens at the end. Um and then Georgia State is like a once in every 15 20 sometimes lifetime loss. Mm-hmm. Last loss like similar was Wyoming but there was a lot more surrounding that Wyoming game. Before that, uh do you know the last one? God, I don't even know. Yeah. I, I don't mean, I don't want to think about and it. And I I say pretty much a once in a lifetime cuz you have Games like App State over Michigan, um, you have, uh, um, but then I, you know, it's hard to say once in a lifetime because Tennessee did do it recently, of course, in two thousand seven, yeah. so or eight, sorry. But eh, feels like a lifetime. Feels ago. like a lifetime ago. Yes, especially we've been, what, what we've been through. We we've been through the ringer. Someone said, "Talk about Jawan." I assume, um, surely he's talking about the controversy, right? Yeah, I mean, well. Definitely. So we'll talk about that. Um, Hang with us. Before we jump into the full episode, Landon is going to tell you guys about our friends at Commercial Bank. Guys, check out Commercial Bank. Commercial Bank is your neighborhood bank. They are a leading financial institution with the services, capabilities, and resources of regional and national banks. Whether it's purchasing a home, saving for your child's future, or planning your next vacation, Commercial Bank is with you every step of the way to navigate life's big decisions. Life made better Visit cbtn.com to learn more and find a branch near you. Any financial needs you may come to need, Commercial Bank has your back. Go check them out. Look, go let them take care of you. They will. They'll yeah. do a great job. They'll do a great job. Let's really dig in. Vandy, Vandy Vanderbilt, whatever you want to call them, Candy. I love that my phone autocorrects um, Saban to Satan, Vandy to Candy, Oh, and there was another good one that auto-corrected last night. I can't remember what it was now. I've done, like, mine is Andy. Andy, mine's Candy. Because I do capital V, so it does okay. capital A, Andy. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, mine does, mine does Candy and Satan every time. Yeah. I'm like, you think it would figure it out by now, but maybe that, maybe my phone knows me so well. My FBI agent knows me so well. He's like, I know he's a Tennessee fan, and, a, you know, he loves the troll, so I'm going to keep this up. Or, thank you, uh, you thank just, you, Apple. Just thank love you. Satan. Or yeah, I mean, <laughs> you get it. Um, but now they now need forty four wins to tie the series. So for all, I mean, yeah, you won the it's last. Close, right? you, you've won the last three. Fair, I can't argue that. But you know, here's my here's the thing that makes me mad. People are like, we're not talking history, you know, and Vol fans bring up ninety eight season, but like they want to talk about how their teams have done in the last five ten years. And I'm like, you're just talking about more recent. It's all history. It's just. It's in the past. It's, yeah. But um, the three you got us for the three years. Um, but I don't don't think it happens anymore. For for the the near future, it doesn't happen anymore. Certainly looks like it. Certainly, and it like certainly it. looks like not why Eric Gray's in school. I know that. Oh my god. <laughs> Would you? I mean, uh, I think you know they said it on the the you know the post game. I did get to listen to that. 
um, that he had five combined yards in the previous two games. Yeah. So he, well, I don't know about, and had a hundred Missouri had like two carries for like five yards, something like that. Yeah. Okay. I thought it was three yards and then the, uh, maybe, maybe it was, it was two was. yards. I think it was combined five. I could be wrong. Oh my God. Something like, I mean, below 10 yards. Yes. And has 171, I think at the half, 246 to finish and two big runs. I thought the 54, 56 yard or whatever it was. I thought it was, uh, Ty Chandler at first. First off, my eyes are terrible. I'm never going to be able to separate with our font, the three and the eight. Like, I just have to wait to hear who it is. It's going to be Tyre Eric. Who is it? Which Todd Well, I mean, and then Tim Jordan's nine. But, like, you can tell, like, body styles, yeah. I guess, more of that. But, yeah, they're all three, like, similar numbers. Yeah, and they're they're pretty similar sizes. Tim Jordan is a little bit more noticeable, yeah. but they're pretty similar sizes. Mm-hmm. So, the first run, I'm sitting there thinking, I love you, Todd Chandler. And they're like, Eric Gray. I'm like, oh, crap. Well, I love you too, Eric. <laughs> and then the, the 94-yarder, um, I, I turned to my brother and I was like, I said, when's the last time we've had a big run when we're backed into our end zone? And then immediately, like, I saw the hole open up, and I was like, nah, nah, now, now, yes, now. Gone. <laughs> Gone. Then 246 shades of gray. <laughs> and then uh, Cedric Tillman kind of showed us his. He's got a little speed to him, right? Yeah. and Running there with And I think Trey Smith, after them two, I think Trey Smith was the next, was one the the next person to get in the end zone. Yeah. Um, it was going to be my most important, but I, I think I should read it now. Did you see Brandon Kennedy's quote on the the rushing game that Tennessee had? I didn't. So Brandon Kennedy was asked about running for 300 yards and a win over Vanderbilt, and he said, we anchored down. Ooh. Love it. I love Dude, it. Vanderbilt, I'll say this about Vanderbilt. They suck. They're bad, but they I do. Suck. I would like to note that I talked about how that that defense is super stingy, especially in the first quarter. They see hope it's zero zero. It's anybody's ball game. Yeah. First first drive of the game, interception, and they should have had three. I should. I almost predicted that. I don't know. First off, t- two plays where we just played atrocious football. Mm-hmm. Like Vanity didn't make good plays, and one was third down, and one was like second and thirteen. And then, how do they not review that catch? Like, it wasn't... Oh, the touchdown that yeah. Vandy had? Yeah. I, and then, it's P.I. every day of the week. He, like, noticeably pushed him off. He was full extension and made the catch. Yeah, Which, I mean... That's not reviewable. That should have been a P.I. And um, we gave him the ball at the 31-yard line. They went three and out and kicked a field goal. But yeah, that one... We, that, we gave it to him. We gave yeah. him three points. But I, I turned to Sam and said, I only predicted him to, to score three, so... Uh, Hope they don't score the rest of the game, and then they should. They shouldn't have scored the rest of the game. What did you? What was your final? 30, 38 to three. 38 so I was three. ten points off on our end, and and Vandy shouldn't have scored. Like that was a bad drop, defensive yeah. drive. Just because I mean they almost. I knew they weren't going to kick a field goal there. They needed point. They needed more points. They needed a touchdown. Yeah. Um. They also probably should have scored earlier in the drive, but Vandy went. It was on the fourth down. Vandy was. They had a a package in. They wanted to keep in. Obviously. Uh, they get the first down. We had nickel on the field, and or we had more DBs on the field that you know Vandy wanted that offset, mm-hmm. and tried to hurry up and go. And they stood over for substitution and let our regular get back in. And Derek Mason was absolutely right; they did not sub. Like that should not have happened. They went straight, hurry up and play. No one ran off the field. So yeah, I would have been pretty because they they probably scored on that because it was on like the twelve yard line. Yeah. So. Huh. Yeah. Sucks us up. Yeah, I know, right? You got away with the PI, so it works, I guess. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we, we were talking about um, just a couple weeks ago how Tennessee doesn't really have that running back that is just <laughs> explosive and, you know, 
AJ Johnson just uh, made it. Yeah, that's that was what I was TFL. Um, and then gave him the dinos. I don't know what that was. Dino. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that that? I'm surprised that's not taunting. By the way, like that feels like taunting, right? He almost got the ball out. Yeah. Like right. Yeah. yeah. Yep, that's definitely taunting. He is looking in his eyes. <laughs> Staring into his soul. I like it. Let the boys play. Um, but yeah, we, we were talking about how Tennessee doesn't really have that explosive back that's able to like pull off big chunk plays. Mm-hmm. Eric Gray looks... Hopefully. I mean, but like how much... I mean, how much stock... 246 yards is a lot of yards. Uh, UT hasn't had a back over 200 since Aaron Foster, Vandy, 2005, which we lost. So, like, 200 yards is a lot of yards, so I think you can put, you know, a lot of stock into it. But he hasn't done anything like this this year. So how much – and maybe this is his coming out party. Maybe it is. Yeah. I don't know. Um, maybe he's going to – maybe it's going to slow down for him and he'll, he'll be able to see the holes better, hit the holes better, break away from uh, tackles. The the 56-yard play, he made a really nice cut um, to keep the safety one-sided. It looked like he was going to cut earlier, saw that – he needed to pull that safety more and made that nice move. So it looked like he saw that whole play happen and, and made that play. Um, but again, I mean, it kind of sucks. But he he outran everybody. And then too, he, and so then, then he outran everybody. That's, yeah, that that's part of it yeah. is just getting the speed where you are when you get that open field, you're gone. Yeah, I, I'm curious. It kind of sucks that that happened right at the end of the season because it's like when you really like to see another game or two as a as a player to, to see. Because like now you, you you may have found out the formula. Now you have to wait another month. Yeah, to, to get to do so, it. So there's yeah. no really time to get in a groove, right? Yeah. So that that kind of sucks for him. But maybe maybe this is just what he needed to let that game slow down and, and see it more now. And and maybe hopefully he doesn't skip a beat in the month and then in 2020. Well, I mean, a lot of people that you know were there during um, spring and fall camp. I don't know if was he in the spring. I can't remember. I think he was. He was. But yeah, so the, I mean, they talked. They raved about. Eric Gray and his playmaking ability, mm-hmm. and we just didn't see it. We yeah. saw him a lot more at the beginning of the season, but then Tim uh, Tim Jordan came back from injury, and we didn't really see much of him. He was getting a, right. one carry here and there for a couple yards, you know, nothing big. And the line hasn't just done a great job of run blocking. No, I mean, um, they, they've done it decent enough, but it is tough. I've kind of – I haven't completely criticized it because it's obviously – you know, worked. We've had several guys who've led in rushes. I think Tim, Ty, and Eric Gray have all led a game in rushing yards. So, um, it, obviously, it's working in some capacity. But I, I have kind of knocked how we just – we don't ever even give a guy a chance to get in a groove. It's kind of like once you get in a groove, we'll give you the ball, but you got to get in a groove first. After Eric Gray's 56-yard touchdown run, he pretty much was the only one who touched the ball. Yes, yeah, and, and that's the way it should have been, yeah. Yeah, but, you know, but before all that happens, it's like – like before that fifty-six yard run, if Eric Gray had had three tackles for a loss, he probably doesn't see the ball the rest of the game because yeah. he's never given an opportunity. And I mean, obviously, it's working to to a, to a sense. Um, I would like to see. So God, was Todd Chandler hurt? Uh, he must be. He didn't even get a he didn't get a carry no. yesterday. Um, so he must be. I, I don't know. And, and maybe that that's one of the big reasons Eric Gray got more touches. Maybe if Todd's there, you know, even if he has that fifty-six yard run, maybe he doesn't see the ball twenty-five times. I don't know. But um, I do know Eric Gray needs to be able to, you know, catch the ball a little bit better, especially on that, which JG can't really make that throw for some reason, that swing pass. I'd love to see us never run it while JG is under yeah. center. I, I would definitely like us to see like us to, to see this staff pick a running back right. and just ride with them. Yeah. Because then yeah, you might get like Tim Jordan had 11 carries for 40 yards. 
That's good. Per I mean, that's, I mean, that's a, not that's yeah. not bad. Yeah. Um, because you're right around that. If you're averaging that, you're close to first yet first down. Yeah. Yep. So I mean, I I would like them to see them pick one. I don't know what our running back room is going to look like next year. I don't know if somebody's going to transfer. Um, but I think this is good, especially for Eric Gray's sake, to you know I, see that playing time is available for right. Him. You mentioned the transfer. I, I wonder though, you know, if that's attractive to them. Seeing you know as a third back, you're probably still going to touch the ball and have chances to make plays in games. Obviously, you're not going to have as many chances. Yeah, but maybe that's an attractive thing. Like he he had 256 yards and or 246 yards in one game. Tim Jordan, who's maybe frustrated he didn't get a lot of carries, can look back and go, "Well, I've led in these this game and this game. You know, I did get opportunities, and am I going to get those opportunities anywhere else?" And same for Todd Chandler. I, I have those opportunities. Am I going to get them anywhere else? Is there you know, unless. But how often do you do you get to a place as a junior or senior and you're just you haven't been there before and you get claimed as a number one back? That's that's pretty rare. Yeah. Usually you see backs, you know, if they're not the premier guy freshman year, they're working their way up and junior and senior year until they're they're they are the premier guy. Yeah. So that, that's pretty rare to see that transfer. I mean his his vision. Like you talked about the fifty six yard run and how he just saw the play develop in front of him and for him to hit the hole um, and then make a move. We haven't seen that this year. No, we haven't seen really. anybody like hit the hole and then, you know, make another play. It, it, it seems like we just hit the hole and then we almost take on contact most of the time. Then we're like, oh, um, that's all I got. Right. I did my job. Like, there's no big chunk plays. There's nothing like after you get to the second level, and that's. I think Eric Gray. It looks like we found somebody who's able to give us something when we get to the second level. I hope so. That'd be nice. That'd definitely be nice. But yeah, uh, I mean, <clears throat> record books. Just with them being the the second longest run in UT history. Um, Kelly Finch, is that correct? Nineteen seventy seven. I think he had the ninety nine yard run against Florida. Um, and then it's the longest run by a freshman in SEC history. And then um, most yards by a freshman in UT history. Um, I think he broke Jamal Lewis's record. Um, and then fifth all time in a game in UT history. Yeah, Crazy. that's I mean that's awesome. I get I, and it's it, it is Vanderbilt and they're bad, but it is an SEC opponent. It's not like he right. did it against UAB, or, yeah, UTC or, yeah. or something like that. Yeah, right. No, absolutely. Uh, I do want to kind of mention uh, our defense. I'm, we had three sacks. That's always a good number. I feel like it should have been more. Um, I feel like we had good pressure all night. But for some reason, either weren't able to make the final. I mean, it could have been, honestly, it's due to being wet. Sometimes that helps the offense in terms of being able to cut a little bit better than the defense. Sometimes it hinders them because you can't pass or you can't. I, I just felt like we weren't making that final tackle sometimes. And, and credit to Vanderbilt's quarterback, Neil. I mean, he was doing a good job of – being able to get away and throwing the ball away with a, that it was rarely to a wide receiver, but yeah. um, so he was able to avoid a couple sacks that probably should have been sacks. Uh, and one thing I, I don't know if you noticed, did you just feel like our defensive line just stood up too much? Like I, I just watch our defensive line and it looks like they're almost like inviting contact, like not even um, trying to get past. Right, and it was like plays that plays I'm watching and I'm thinking, I don't feel like they were supposed to be taking up space there. Like, I I don't know. Because it looked like we were, we were trying to – I don't know. Like, we were trying to get leverage. I don't know. That was – it was weird. Um, 
And it only happened two or three times. And it could be due to young guys that could they could have been tired. I mean, I don't, I yeah. don't know. We're not we're not very deep there. Um, it was just something I noticed, and, and it was it was plays that we weren't getting any pressure. And I'm like, I mean, there's it's not a, it's not rocket science there. Like that's pretty obvious why we we didn't get yeah. pressure. Um, unless you know, I mean, I, I thought they played well last night. No, they played well. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, I just the outside of outside of that one drive, um, yeah, you you can't complain. I mean, even the three points you mentioned. They did not get a first down. I don't think they gained any yards on the play. Yeah. Um, I think they technically got a first down, right, from the face mask. Or it wasn't a face mask. What was it? Did they get a first down on that drive from a penalty? I thought they did. I don't remember. They had that stupid offsetting penalty. We got a penalty for playing with a helmet without a helmet, but our helmet got ripped off. Oh yeah, by it was the where Elante stripped Keyshawn Vaughn, yeah. right? Yeah. But and Keyshawn Vaughn ripped his helmet off. Like he had it in his hand. Yeah, the well, whole play. So Matthew Butler's helmet got pulled off too, and that, and he kept playing. Right. That's what the penalty I think was on was That's actually so Matthew Butler. Like, what, what is he supposed to do? I don't know. Just I, sit down. I what guess. if he takes one step? How many steps does he get? Yeah. How I mean, many? How many was, steps? He do you wasn't get even that? in. The, he just literally ran to the right. football. Right. Yeah. I don't. I don't get how it. many steps do you think you get? Is it like basketball? You get two steps. That's it. Yeah. Any more? Travel. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, defensive line Keyshawn Vaughn was the guy you had to key on. Yeah, and six carries for thirteen yards. His longest rush of the night was thirteen yards. Yeah, so Pretty those other five you right. we went negative. Yeah, right. Or no, no, I mean you, you definitely. I mean, and it's something you said we're pretty good at. And while Vandy's offense doesn't worry you, is that they have one guy, and we're usually able to key on a guy and yeah. limit him significantly from his season statistics. Yeah. No, I'm I'm definitely. I mean, I mean, I, we we kind of played like the Mississippi State game where we right. just keyed we, on him. Now they're because they had a back. second back seventy yards, right? Something yeah, like and his longest was twenty uh, on the night, and he rushed for 13, 13 times. So, yeah, I mean, one hundred and ten yards. You can't. Yeah. No, I you mean, can't play any better than that. Only give no. up. How many yards did we give up? Two two seventy nine. Okay. No, I mean it's it's definitely not a bad night defensively. Um, a lot of that was in garbage time throwing yeah, the ball, right? Yeah, I know. Uh, what's his name? Deuce Wallace came in and threw for threw for how many yards did he threw for? Yeah, that's thirty. Okay, yeah. Um, I think yeah. that's really that's really all I got. I mean, JG struggled a little bit. It was yeah. you know sloppy conditions. Um, you know that first opening drive you talked about the pick it was a bad throw. It was a bad throw, but Palmer's also got to come back to that. Yeah, like it should have. It, 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 it should have been it's probably holding. Not, it's probably not going to be a catch. Yeah, yeah it should also should have been holding. Yes. it's probably not going to be a catch, but it shouldn't be a catch for them either. It shouldn't be an mm. it. Like you, he, he just. I mean, he was six for seventeen, so not a great yeah. night. But I mean, he he played well on third down, and that's that's what he's done since he's been here. He plays well on third down. I don't know what it is, but he just oh. the pressure doesn't get to him on third down. Interesting. Uh, it, what stats? What stats say that? Um, well, I know the touchdown was on third down, the one to Dominique Wood Anderson. Yeah. I think the one to the 50 yarder to Juwan Jennings was on third down. Interesting. So, interesting. I'd like to see that over. I'm sure Pro Football Focus will have a stat for us about third down soon. So, yeah, he's the best quarterback in the I'm, nation. Yeah, best quarterback probably <laughs> in the history of ever on third down. <laughs> Only when it's third and six and the clock is under. 1455 or something like that. Oh, man, I want to get Juwan Jennings to 114 so bad. Yeah, I know. Why would you not just line him up? Why did Eric Gray 
get the chance to run a wildcat and Joan Jennings didn't. Yeah, I, I didn't understand that. And then when our offense is like slow and can't get anything going, you don't just put the ball in your best player bank's hands. That seems dumb to me. Yep. Find a way. Yep. Absolutely. I mean, he I guess he has this other game to get How much does he need? 58 yards? Uh, you need 114. No, he'll need five oh, four, or 48 yards. 64. 64. He had 50 yards, I think. 56 yards. So, no, he just needs, uh, he just needs 58 yards. 50 yards. Yeah. 58, 58 yards. Yeah. I was thinking he had Rod at 50 yards. He had that one catch for 60 yards or 66 yards. Um, but Dominique Wood Anderson had a good game. He did. He got targeted several times. Um, don't know why we decided to finally do that, but that's awesome. Uh, Austin Pope had a target too. He didn't make the catch. Also, I feel like that cl- catch was close enough to be reviewed. We yeah. didn't even get to see a replay in the stadium. Um, I did get to see JG get a play call in, so that was fantastic to watch. Austin Pope had three penalties too. Not great. Hmm. I think one was for a legal procedure. We had we had nine penalties. As you just can't have nine penalties. I mean, Vandy yeah. had nine penalties too. I don't know why we've been fun, penalized but... so much this year. I don't remember being penalized that much last year. No. And. What... We can't get any turnovers. No. I mean, we did strip that guy. They recovered it, but it was right. offsetting penalties, of course. You know, something terrible has to happen when we do something good. But well, So, yeah. So, explain this to me. We've had a turnover in the last two games. How much – how much – how many how many yards do you get for running with your helmet off? But it's the same amount of yardage as a, face a player ripping a helmet off? Yeah, that should not be offsetting. They should just, like – to be a subtract, the it yards. should be a ten yard, yeah, loss to whoever ripped the face mask off. Yeah, yeah. Dude, what the, I hate offsetting penalties. That's the dumbest thing. High school used to be that way, right? Like if you had like a offsides and a personal foul, that team's getting ten yards still, right? I, I thought high school used, used to be to that be. way, huh? I don't know how it used to be. So now I don't remember it, any offsetting penalties until like. I, now, now that I think about it, I think you're right. I think they did. But has college ever been that way? I've never. I guess I never pay attention enough. I haven't either. Because surely a, a dude running around with his helmet off it does not carry the same weight as a face mask. No, there's no way. No. Interesting. I didn't think about that in the time. Um, you said we had some questions. Yeah, some questions. I mean, this game seven and seven and five after a one and four start. And I'll, I'll the, ask. I'll ask. Five you of the wins are SEC teams. I'll ask you this: Is Jeremy Pruitt the guy to you? No, not yet. It, the, the Georgia the Georgia State loss is unexcusable. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, well, let me, you've let me got ask a, you this. You've got a lot of work to make up for that. Let me ask you this: um, So if you if you got to decide, you know Tennessee was going to finish seven and five. You got to decide whether they beat South Carolina, Mississippi State, or lose to BYU and Georgia State. I mean, I'm, I'm not it, saying, like, that right. makes him the guy. I'm, I'm saying, like, right. if you had to pick two, because I feel like, and, yeah, those two losses at the beginning They're, are terrible. The BYU But loss, if I'm picking, I would, I want to win more important games. Fair. But the the BYU losses, I'm, I'm not going to use the word inexcusable. BYU is not a terrible football team. Yeah, that's true. They're, Georgia State. Yeah, they're, they're a ball team. The Georgia State loss is inexcusable. Yeah. Like, it should never happen. Whereas, like, the BYU loss – Without even watching the game, they win by six or whatever. Mm-hmm. In I, overtime. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to say you're not the guy. Over, I mean, and I'm not even willing to say he's not the guy over Georgia State, but, like, I'll also kind of hold him against him and say, you may not be. The, I mean, 7-5 and five is good after starting 1-4. and four. 
Seven and five is really good after starting one and four when you consider five of those wins had to come through SEC games. Let's see how he does in the bowl game, and let's see how we respond next year because we probably won't be as talented as we were this year. It's true. But you just finished seven and five with five SEC wins against teams who should all be weaker next year. Yeah. You got to go. You got to and, and the you, teams you lost to should be weaker. Yeah, you got to get better. I don't know. I think I prefer the SEC wins as well. I, I mean, honestly, but at the same time, you can't lose that game. You can't lose Georgia State. You cannot lose to Georgia State, yep. and you did. I mean, it it was no. It wasn't a thought. It mm-hmm. wasn't a thought that we were going to lose that game, and we did. And it's it's unacceptable. But yeah, I mean, I'm with you. It's like, how do you deny? And as he's in SEC win, two SEC wins against teams that you failed to well, I guess not really failed to. I mean Mississippi State. Mississippi State was probably more it's I don't know, not overall. Okay. So so let me let me ask you one more question. So you say Jeremy Pruitt is you don't know if he's the guy yet. I don't know if he's the guy he yet. He still has to prove to you. Yeah, I mean No, that's that's yeah, that's totally fair. You've only been you've only been a good a really good football coach. A really good leader for half a season right now. Yeah, because even last year you had two big wins, but you had two big wins over twelve games. You had two big wins, yep. and you had plenty of chances to have big wins against South Carolina. That would have been a big win last year. I mean, it was a big win this year. South Carolina, Vandy, uh, Vandy for sure. You would you go bowling last year. Yeah, um, and you you probably should have given Mizzou a better shot. He was what was it fifty nine to seventeen? Yeah, it was rough. Shouldn't have been that. No. No, absolutely. Um, so, you don't know if he's the guy to lead us, I guess, to... To a national championship, SEC yeah, championship, yeah, yeah. championship caliber. To be, yeah, competitive Yeah, um, in, in those type of games. Do you think he was the right hire? When you look at who we're, yeah, I mean, who yeah. was out there and, you know, where they're at, you know, Mike Gundy, Oklahoma State, I think they, they probably won't even be ranked this week because I mean, they got beat by Oklahoma. You got Mike Leach, who weren't. I never wanted Mike Leach, so yeah, definitely. I, I, I wasn't for him either. Um, Dave Doran, NC State yeah. looks terrible. No, I, I, yeah, I'm with you. I think, I think at the time you probably made the right hire. It's gonna be tough because you've got coordinators out there that you may have been able to pick up then yeah. if you know if you offer the right amount of money. I mean, Brett Venables has got to go for a certain. He's got to have a, a limit, right, that he leaves mm-hmm. for. So, in that sense, I mean, I. I I am liking the Jeremy Pruitt hire currently. Yeah. I think he's been really good for our team and our program and what we needed at the time. Um, he I, he looks like the right hire. Now, I hope he's what, – what sucks about the right hire, and I've been telling everybody this, and I'm not saying we should fire a coach at the first sign of negativity. If we'd done that, he would have been gone after Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt last year. Um, but I don't think – I think that would have been unfair to fire him after game 12 of his career um, because Vanderbilt – was more talented in key areas last year than us. Mm-hmm. Key areas, not overall key areas. Um, but I, I wish coaches, because I think Jeremy Pruitt's got us trending in the right direction. But I think if we see the wheels fall off, I hope we cut our losses quicker than, because I mean, what has he done to really deserve like second and third chances? Like Butch Jones should have been fired after looking back, Butch Jones, people said it, he should have been fired after 16 against Vanderbilt. Maybe even South Carolina. Like you saw the wheels falling off. Yep, and especially with that talent. I mean, what, you you look at like the talent that's in the NFL now, not just like that 2016 team that was loaded with talent, but just the people behind them too. You had 
John Kelly, Rashawn Galden, um, Shy Tuttle, Kyle Phillips. You had all those guys. Yeah. And you couldn't you couldn't beat Vanderbilt in 2016. You couldn't beat South Carolina in 2016. That P.I. just put him in territory. But I think you should be able to argue that he's playing the ball. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I mean, that's what – and it's how like, – how do you fire a coach after losing to South Carolina and going nine and three, or losing after losing to Vandy and going nine and three? But at the same time, what has Butch Jones done? What did he do for Tennessee to give them to get a second chance? Be South Carolina in twenty thirteen, maybe like that's the best thing he did up to that point. I guess he beat Florida that year. He, I mean, I mean, I, I don't know though. We should have just hired Josh Dobbs because he's the one that won won it for us. Yeah, I mean that I I yeah, I just it's it's tough because you you look at how coaches are trending and you want to say no, you hang on and see what they can do and I'm not arguing against that necessarily, but at the same time like how many programs can be saved by getting everything before the wheels completely fall off? Like yeah. how many programs can be saved by watching by driving 80 on the interstate, seeing your front left tire go and be like, maybe I should slow down <laughs> instead of waiting for all four to come off. I mean, it's just or the other three to come off. But yeah, I, it's just – it's. I mean, no one's ever going to do it. No program's ever going to do it. Uh, we won't know if Jeremy Pruitt's going to succeed or fail until he ultimately fails or ultimately succeeds. Like, that's what really sucks. Yeah. So, I just hope he's the guy, and I think we're trending in the right direction. I think I think he is – from what I've seen so far, I think he's a good football coach. He knows football. Yeah, I don't think there's any doubting right. that whatsoever. But to compete – it's going to be tough because it's the SEC. It's not like you can just be a okay football coach and you know keep your job. Oh, no, for, there's, and, for, but there's, it's there's not also, like Bill Snyder at Kansas State. You can't right. have average seasons year in and year out and keep your job. Yeah, and even Gus Malzahn's on the hot seat. If I'm an Auburn fan, I don't know if I'm like begging for him to stay, but I mean I'm sitting here certainly sitting here and pointing, going, who is going to do better than Gus Malzahn here? We're we're on average anywhere between uh, um, eight and four and. Nailed it. Eleven and one, did he? And eleven, and, I mean, like, or yeah, I just—it's tough to say Miles on should be on the hot seat, but a lot of people believe it. Uh, Drew Lock gets his first win as a starter. That's pretty crazy. But um, speaking of fifty-nine and seventeen, right? <laughs> um, no, I mean it's you know, and yeah, I don't. What do you think about Gus Malzahn? I mean, you can't fire him if he's beating your arch rival that's winning national championships, right? I mean. It, it it's crazy that he keeps doing that because I mean he lost to Tennessee last year. Yeah, yeah. I, I think someone is confused. I'm not saying fire Pruitt. Do not get me wrong. I'm not like that was not. I'm just saying I don't know if he's the guy yet. Yeah, and he's definitely again. I and you you've never said fire Pruitt this right. season, where some people have right. said fire Pruitt this season. No, I even after the Georgia State, I was like. This can either go really good or really bad, and you kind of have to wait and see. Because yeah. This could be a big learning point. I think it was. I think that's obvious. It was a big learning point. Now, you still have to be playing for championships, and I didn't. I didn't. Well, I wasn't saying we'll prove it to prove it to me. And he's going to win a championship this year, but he's put himself in a position that next year, I'm not saying we should be in the conversation for the East. I mean, we haven't even seen our recruiting class. We haven't seen the other people's recruiting class, but we should be trending that way. We should be third in the East next year, if not better. Yeah. Like, that's just... You got to keep... You can't go backwards. You got to keep stepping forward. Yeah. And even if that means going seven and five again, 
let's look at the schedule when we get there. But we do play at Norman next year, guys. Let's be realistic. Seven and five is a possibility next year, and that may be a good seven and five. I hope that doesn't mean a loss to. Do you know who we open with next year? Charlotte. No, I think that's right. No, not Charlotte. But it's someone we have played recently. Is it Charlotte? Charlotte was last year. I thought it was. I thought we played UNC Charlotte. Okay. Well, so whoever we opened last year, it definitely shouldn't mean a loss to them. You've got to take care of business to win those games. Does that mean you may lose to uh, South Carolina? UNC Charlotte. UNC Charlotte. That may mean you lose to us South Carolina next year. I don't know. But, yeah, I agree. I mean, you just cannot step backwards at this point. Um, But your schedule's tough. Um, It's going to be tough to rate that stuff. I'm not I'm not in the boat of fire Pruitt um, at all, so don't misunderstand that. Uh, we do need to see a better recruiting class. I do like that we're addressing a lot of must needs, but it's you know there's it's not a coincidence that Alabama and Clemson uh, and LSU and Georgia and Florida have the best recruiting classes year in and year out and win and Ohio State and win. Yeah. It's not a coincidence. Like the best rec- people with their best recruiting class win football games. So, as much as I do like that we're addressing needs, if we ever want to be competitive and talk about an SEC championship and talk about a college football playoff appearance or winning a college football playoff, you've got to recruit better. I mean, it's just it's that simple. Yeah, and, it, and it's tough from where we came from. You know, the best recruiting pitch is winning. And we weren't winning. So, I mean, that's that's the hardest thing to, you know, kind of relay to – 17, 18 year old kids that, Hey, we're trending in the right, right direction when you're not even making it to a bowl game. Right. You know, that's, that's a hard sell, but to be in the top 15, like you were last year from the year that you had, you talked about losing to Vandy. Right. How do you, how do you like within the next couple of weeks, how do you sell that to kids to sign on that dotted line after you just lost to a Vanderbilt team? Right. No, I mean, yeah, it's tough. The bit, the, it's big to, but I think that says a lot about the recruiters that we have on the staff. No, right absolutely. Now. And you have the early signing period, which is good. You get guys in here coming off of a really high note because, I mean, the bowl games, who knows? Like, we don't even know who we're playing yet. Yeah. Um, a lot of people are saying we can't in the chat right now. We can't lose South Carolina next year. Okay, like, let me just throw you a scenario. We beat Alabama. We go. Let's say we go 7-5, and five, we beat Alabama, or we beat Florida and Georgia and somehow go 7-5. and five. I don't know the exact math. Yeah. And we lose those other teams. Do you fire him? Kirby Smart lost South Carolina this year. He's going to be playing for an SEC championship, and he's not going to get fired. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying is there could be these – It's my point of all of that was saying you can't fire a coach based off one game. No. It's got to be a body of work. But there's – the he, he lost his, his freebie. His get-out-of-jail-free card is currently gone now that that Georgia State loss. Yeah, the Georgia the State loss is one of those, like, which I, I think I said – if you go kind of take care of business in the SEC, we'll we'll forgive you, but we won't forget. Yeah. Like, it's always going to be in Philip Fulmer's office. Like, if Jerry Pruitt comes in, I, I wish I could do a good Philip Fulmer impression. I feel like he's the godfather. He's one of these guys that he flashes his ring as he – his uh, championship ring. I don't know what hand he wears it on, but he's – have a seat, Jeremy. <laughs> I feel like he, he's got the glasses, and he wears them just – Just low enough. Like, yeah. he, like, just does that just where you can see, like, the top of his eyes. Yeah, and if Jeremy has any questions, like – you know, you don't need to be telling me this. I know what I'm doing, Fulmer. He can just be like, <laughs> he's got the score of the Georgia State game posted up in his office. But yeah, I agree with you. I mean that that definitely that definitely help or hurts him in terms of um, resume, I guess. But, yeah. So there's no more losing to 
teams like that. Right. that. That's done with. If you lose another one of those teams, then you are fired. Like, that's – will it happen? I don't know. But, yeah. to me, that's I, that's one where I don't, again, I don't Fulmer know. is going to address it that day. Right. But do you, I don't, does he get fired if we lose to a lesser team next year? Like a Charlotte? If you come out flat against Charlotte and lose – I, again, you got. I think coaching is so like judging coaches is so hard because you have to look at a body of work. Yeah, and it, it's it's difficult to fire like, somebody you, on the first game, if but judge, if it's toward the end yeah. of the end of the year, then that's like you have. I don't so, know. So let's look at Saban losing to Louisiana Monroe real quick. A lot of people, Bama fans, may have used it against them, but the national media and the you know the other people looking at looking from the outside in because they're not passionate about it are going. He won a championship three years ago, two years ago before mm-hmm. that. At LSU, like you're gonna be fine, because he had that body of work. So I mean, three, four years ago, let's say Jaron Pruitt is, you know, being competitive in the East. Maybe we played for a championship, and he has another loss. You're like, I mean, but he's done this before. So it's a body of work thing. I mean, it's yeah, it's very like that's why I say judging that is so difficult because it's a body of work. I don't think right now the reason I can't say so all this is around to say why well, I don't I'm not willing to say Jeremy Pruitt is the guy is because his body of work just doesn't convince me of that. Now. If we look at it, you know, in terms of where we want to be in the next few years, you're going, I think we're trending good. Yep. But body of work doesn't tell me he's the guy. You have a loss to Georgia State. You have a loss to Vanderbilt last year. You have a loss to BYU. Um, you know, even the the Florida game, we just did not look ready to play. Georgia, it's like, it looks like everything that got us where we were was just, you know, energy because you had a new starting quarterback. Alabama, you just have some things that should not happen. Yeah. that make the game get out of hand. And it's just, as a body of work, I'm not ready to say he's the guy. I do, I mean, the fact that we were even in the Alabama game in the first place. So again, you have to look at it all. The fact that we were even in that game in the first place, they are head and shoulders more talented than us. Yeah. So, that's yeah, tough. I mean, it, it's fun to talk about. I know Mac Jones or not. No, no. <laughs> it's certainly fun to talk about, um, you know, in terms of just, because it, it's, the what Jeremy Pruitt has done is weird. I'm trying to compare it, like, to something I mean, I guess it's like a, I don't know. Is it kind of like the JG thing where it's just like, yeah, you like were on the lowest of lows and then you ball out. I don't know. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, no, I it's said. It's just like a redemption story. Well, last week I said JG is a very like microcosm of our season. Like, Yeah. Very, very much so. Um, yeah, we're, we've, we, we've stuck a lot of time on Tennessee football. I'm not mad about it. Yeah. Just saying. Um, is that, what other questions do we have? I'm, I'm assuming that's um, not the last one. Yeah. So it's, uh, our boy Bradley Wells said, Juwan going to get suspended for bowl for stepping on that guy's head. Seeing a lot of talk about it on Instagram. I, I would be shocked if he's suspended. I would say Cash Daniels didn't get anything and there was a good video of him doing what he did. So yeah. Uh, that's, and I'm that's not saying it was intentional. I'm not saying it was, I don't know. I think the only person that knows that is Juwan Jennings. Yeah. But it's not, a, I, I, it didn't look good. <laughs> people asked me about it. And I said, it, it's never acceptable. Um, if you, if, you know, if I look at it from like a coaching standpoint, I know I'm going to chew Juwan Jennings out after the game in the locker room where yep. the refs don't see it. Cause why? Like, cause I don't know if it was intentional or not. I'm just, but I am going to tell him you need to be more careful. Like, you know, you you have to be aware of what's going on. You have to, blah, blah, blah. no but matter if, if it's on the sideline yeah. or not, anything that you do yeah. is visible to everybody. Right. But also if I'm a coach and they throw a flag for that, I'm letting the ref know. I don't think it was intentional. I don't know how you call it. It was a scrum. 
why are you not throwing flags for them coming from the bench? You yeah. should be handling it. You know, like I'm definitely sticking up for him there. But yeah, it's it's like you said, no one knows what happened except Jawan Jennings. Like no one knows if it was intentional or not. Um, for people to assume, if I go around and videotape you all day long, I get there's, I bet there's a lot of things that make you know make you look like a complete dickhead that maybe weren't intentional. So yeah. Yeah, be careful. I don't. He wasn't looking down. I'll give him that. He wasn't looking down, but he was scrum. You know, he had that dude down. He made a great. Head. He made a great play for one. Yeah. But he had, you know, he definitely made Juwan Jennings didn't make it easier himself. If he gets if he gets straight up, like hits him, gets straight up, jumps up and accidentally, you know, and does that, people are probably going, Oh, that's an accident. But he stays right down there and Yeah. You know, for, yeah. He's uh what's the call? He was giving him the business and uh yeah. So definitely does not look good. But I I just don't think he'll be suspended because that would be a terrible precedent for the SEC to set. Yeah. But if they're gonna set it on anybody, Tennessee will be the person. So who knows? But I mean, he he just he's an emotional guy. He shows passion. Like that's that's who he is. Yeah. And not that he's a dirty player. I'm not saying that because I don't know if he did it or not. Right. But you know that's just he's gonna let if he hits you, he's gonna let you know that he right. hit you. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, whatever. Anything else? Any other he shouldn't be suspended. In my opinion. No. His last game, anyway. So, um, could you possibly see a Ty Chandler transfer? Bradley Wells asked that again. Uh, we don't know what's going on, but yeah, I guess it's possible. Yeah, I mean, I, he was getting the lesser carries towards the end of the year, so certainly yeah. possible. Well, I guess not, not. He got more than Eric Gray against Missouri. Yeah, I don't, I don't know if there's whatever. I don't know if he was hurt or anything like that. That might have something to do with it. I don't know. I mean, Ty Chandler is. We talked about him being the most explosive player on our team at the beginning of the year. Now, right. that just hasn't been mm-hmm. the case for whatever reason. Maybe the offensive line's been struggling because you've thrown – but you kind of have your set offensive line now. Right. You've had that the last couple games that you've won. Um, I don't know. Maybe. Anything's possible. Yeah. I mean, he struggled this year. Yep. I'll say that. He struggled. Yep. That's it. That's, That's all it. the questions. Yeah. All righty. Well, we're going to talk about the Emerald Coast Classic this weekend. Um, before I do that, eight, six, five ax throwing. It's a one of a kind experience. It's perfect for date night, birthdays, anniversaries, friends, night out, wedding parties, corporate team building events, eight, six, five ax throwing where locals hang out. They're the first ax throwing range in Knox County and the only outdoor range in the area. They have friendly and knowledgeable ax coaches that can teach anyone how to throw confidently and safely. Once you stick your first ax, you will be hooked. Located only 15 minutes from downtown, their atmosphere can't be beat. Throw axes, play cornhole, tabletop checkers, mega jinga, or just hang out by the fire. They are family-friendly, farm fun. Guys, go check them out. They're on Twitter, Facebook, at 865axethrowing. Also, if you use the promo code uh, More Important Issues at check-in. Is that right? Check-in? Did I say that right? Check-in. I yes. usually say check-out, but you're, you're checking in. Yep. Give them that code, $5 off. Go check them out, guys. Check them out on Facebook and Twitter first because they've always got something fun going on on Saturdays. So check them out there and then go uh, go to A65X Stone and have a you'll have a great time. Jolly time. Jolly time. It's That's a jolly right. season. Jolly time. Tennessee basketball, it was uh, the ugliest of ugly on Friday night. We almost won, too. <laughs> yeah, it was The close. ugliest of uglies on Friday night. 21 turnovers. It was bad. I Like, I was getting... Lamonte had eight. Lamonte had eight and... I mean, is he hurt right now? Like, I know he said his shoulder is bothering him. Is he to the point where he just needs to rest? Because we're going to desperately need him in SEC play. Well, I mean, you needed him last night, too. Right. 
So, I mean, I don't know. I mean, he – sometimes, like, his stroke, I'm just like, there it is. He's 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 good. And it's, it's somehow and sometimes it's just – ugh. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, something's just not right. And I don't, I don't know if it's him or if it's him just being, you know, having to – bring the ball up the court, him being that primary ball handler. I don't I don't know what it is. Because coming in, he was like a combo guard. So he's more like a two. But now he's trying to – he's taking over that role of being the, the one, being the guy who, you know, facilitates the whole offense. Right. So I don't know. He, he just has a different role and maybe it's taking a toll on him. I don't know. But it, it's it's going to be a long season if, if he's that wore out right now. Right. That that the loss to FSU was just ugly. Yeah. Um, we got abused down low. Fulgerson yeah. got whooped. Oh, Fulgerson got yeah two points. Fulgerson got whooped. Kumwa did not help any off the bench. The bench. Uh, do you have the bench points? It wasn't. Yeah, a lot we had two. Devonte Gaines came in for yeah. Lamonte when Lamonte got hurt and hit two free throws. That was the only. Yeah, our bench struggled. Bench. We had Pember in at the end. Um, I don't understand that. Uh, I mean, I realize he's you know gotten into the stat court category, but we needed points and rebounds at the end. And Pember isn't going to battle guys down low and get those points. It felt like, it felt like at times Lamonte was the only person on the court. Yeah. Like no one moved. He was just like, we just kind of passed around until we gave it to Lamonte with like five or six seconds left to go on the shot clock. And he would try to drive to the rim. Right. Or, or pull up and shoot. Yeah, there was no flow to anything, um, and we just couldn't get on a run. We couldn't knock down shots. Our averages were freaking terrible. Oh yeah, I I didn't even pull up our field goal percentage against FSU. It was like thirty three. We shot like twenty two percent from yeah. three. Yeah, no, it was bad. it was not pretty. Um, yeah, our, I mean everybody didn't look great. <laughs> I don't know who if anybody finished up. I didn't write down the stats because. It, it just it doesn't honestly. I mean, Lamonte we had were, twenty points, but it felt like he had like nothing. No, he he definitely struggled. He shot four fourteen against FSU. Yeah. So I mean, that's what twelve points at the free throw line then. Yep. I guess he may have had one three, eleven at the very the end. He hit that three. Yeah, to make that's it right. with a three point game. That's right. And, and you, I mean, that that is a good news. I guess like if you're gonna find a silver lining, you played terrible and you were in it until the end. Um, yeah, and, and I, you, I think Florida State's a good football or football, good basketball team. Yeah, uh, no, I mean they'll be a tournament team. They'll they'll be there, and you you were able to get big guys in foul trouble without having a big man because we were going to the hole really aggressively. Lamonte was going to the hole aggressive. He just was not finishing anything. Yep, it was wild. It was wild. I think he missed three layups. And I mean they were tough, hard fought layups. But they were layups. Yeah, you got to finish those. You have to. One was at, one was close to the end and would have I think made it a one point game. Yep. So he just doesn't seem like, and it might just be he's not as quick as Jordan Bone, but like Jordan Bone would get to the hole and it just felt like it was so effortless. Yeah. And Lamonte, it feels like it takes everything in him to get to the hole. He was also uh, cramping up really bad against yeah, Florida that's State. True. So. Yeah. It, it, what it literally did, like there was one point he laid down, had to get rolled out. Yep. It was literally taking everything out of him. Mm-hmm. Um, which, I mean, credit to him to be hurting like he was and then battling out. Um, it was. Because, I mean, it was tough. I mean, he wasn't playing good, and it's the easy thing to do when you're not playing good is just fold it up and go home. But he fought, and he battled. He Like you said, he had that big shot against FSU, too. But then the game winner against you know, VCU, it wasn't like he was having a grand day. He was Before that, he was 4 of 13. Yeah, which we didn't really get to see that game, kind of kept up with it. But 
it was hard to keep up with because of cell signal and Neyland, and then they didn't roll the score a single time until they showed it was the over. <laughs> edit or the uh, final. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I was able to randomly get cell service and find out we won before it. Me and Sam were joking around. We were like, "I bet you fifty bucks this VCU guy hits a big three right here." <laughs> he did. No, no, he did. The VCU guy hit that three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He did. And we're <laughs> like, we're, yeah, like we're joking around. People around us were like, "What is going on?" <laughs> and. Uh, but yeah, it was um, yeah. So you're up by eleven at halftime. They come back, score forty three points in the second half. That can't happen. No, you can't give up. I mean, we played good defense this year. That's so and that was kind of weird to me. I haven't I didn't get to watch the game, but right. it was like we gave up forty three points. But you know, apparently that guy had he had like what twenty two points? Yeah, twenty two points, eleven rebounds. Um, so I mean, he had the game of his life probably. Um, hits. They hit a three with five seconds left. We go down. Josiah James inbounds it to Lamonte. Lamonte called game. Maybe that means Lamonte's not inbound the ball anymore because I've hated watching him inbound the ball so far this year. I forgot. Does that count? You have another one in there? Get two on? Huh? You have another victory cap in there to get two on? on. Rally cap this bad boy? Put it on a second time. Okay. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, if you look at the VCU win, you did get more points from your bench. I think 13 was what it was. Um, and then Josiah Jordan-James with seven rebounds and seven points. Is he working his way to a double-double? He's going to get there this time, this week, against Florida a and he played like an actual like 40 minutes of basketball, like a whole 40 minutes, I think he could be like um, like a triple-double guy. I, hope, I mean, I hope so. That's like, like, he, he looks – he doesn't look like Jason Kidd, but like his <laughs> – his like – Playing style looks similar to Jason Kidd, where he's like, I'm getting a little bit of points here, you know, rebounds, steals, assists, turnovers, <laughs> you know, yeah. got all of it. I mean, I just hope he's trending in the right direction. That shot has a long way to come, but hopefully the rest of his game will get there. And maybe if he gets to the hole more aggressively, that'll fix some of the shooting issues. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. Absolutely. I, don't know. I mean, what about Fulgerson's game? 17 points, seven rebounds. It just sucks because Fulgerson's going to have to be. Gonna have to play really good for us to win, and I just don't know how much we can rely on that. So yeah, and we didn't. It wasn't like we had just as much size as VCU did. So yeah. that's you know he he's gonna do well against guys that are his size or, or smaller. But when it's guys like the seven footers at Florida State, you're like, oh god. Like Blackshear right. when we play Florida, that worries me. Yeah, yeah, that worries me. I mean, yeah, the size is going to kill us. Hopefully by conference play, maybe Uros Plavsic is um, uh, turned on 60 minutes. I don't know what we're watching right now, but is this a dude about to get his head cut off? I hope not. That's what it looks like. It looks like an <laughs> yeah, assassination crazy. video. Or not assassination, <coughs> whatever it's called. Um, but I lost my train of thought. Oh, Uros. Free free Plavsic. Free Uros. Or free Uros, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I was going to say something else about our win over VCU, but I guess I didn't write it down. I am disappointed I didn't get to watch it. Um, there was there was a guy sitting like three or four rows in front of me with his iPad out watching the Auburn-Alabama game, and I was like, hey, buddy, can you uh, turn on the basketball game? <laughs> I was like, I don't care that much about this game. Like, yeah. I, I care about the final, but I don't want to watch it. I mean, that, that was a good win. I mean, they're ranked. They're number 20. They probably yeah. won't be ranked anymore because they lost to this. But uh, even that – the. Purdue, Florida State, it was a three-point game. Oh, yeah. The Florida State one. So, I mean, all those teams are pretty similar. Um, I feel like we, sh- if we play a decent 
a cleaner basketball game, we probably beat Florida State. I, I would hope so. I, I think you're right. I'd hope so. Um, I wonder where we. I didn't I haven't seen how uh, everyone else has done this week in terms of you know ranked teams and unranked teams. I'm curious where we fall this week. You're yeah, just I mean, at twenty, you beat. You beat a ranked opponent. Beat a ranked opponent. It was and close with you, another one. You lost to a team that was unranked, but probably will be ranked this yeah. week. So, I'm curious to see where we fall. So, who won the Florida State Purdue game? You, Florida State. Okay. Okay. So, that so makes, yeah, you, that makes it look a little bit. So yeah, you you potentially could stay ranked. You, I mean, you could maybe not move. Yeah, the, the uh, that's what I'm thinking. Out. I don't think we'll move very much if we do. Yeah. So, um, yeah, recruiting news. No Team news, recruiting news, any news? No news? Uh, I, I got some is, like is other there, news. No like, news, good uh, news? Just around sports. Oh, okay, okay. I got some, what, like, some like rapid fire news. How about that? What, okay, yeah. Go, go for it. Um, so, Shiano to Rutgers. What do you think about that? Uh, yeah, no, that's weird. <laughs> Going weird. back. I mean, it's weird that they like said no and then he's, oh, yeah, yeah, we're good. It's very strange. I'm I'm curious to see the. Did, I don't know if they did. Their fans have her like a revolt and wanted him that bad. Apparently, yes. That's weird. And then uh, Clay Helton out at USC. Only it's very much a surprise. I mean, he's nah. just not meeting. But it, whoa, whoa, whoa. so it did happen. I thought there were disputed reports. Oh, so it didn't happen. It's yeah. I, I don't think it actually ever happened. I think there were disputed reports. Oh, you didn't know it was this crazy, but yes, it, yes, it is. I'm gonna look that up. I'm. Yeah, no, I don't think I don't think he ended up getting canned. Hmm. Yeah. What you think about that? I guess he's not canned. He should so, be canned. How about that? I mean, they finished eight and four, didn't they? I know they had some bad losses. They also yeah, beat you, didn't they? I mean, but it's like USC. Like they're you get. You should be up there with like Florida yeah. and Georgia Pac-12 and, and recruiting. It doesn't help that the Pac-12 sucked lately. Yeah, it's hard to. And, and with the Pac-12 sucking, you should like feast on those California kids out there. But you're not really doing anything with them. No, nope. very strange. Very strange. Um, Barry Odom fired at Mizzou. Yep, that'll make it interesting. I don't, I don't know. I don't we'll know. See. We'll see. We'll see. You, you got uh, Philip Franks transferring from Florida? I do. That or, was my next one. Or just leaving Florida. He may go yeah. to the draft. But how, that's just a weird situation. I guess he, he thinks pay. those quarterbacks are probably too good to – What if we go get him? I I wouldn't hate it right now. Right now. <laughs> I, I wouldn't mean, hate it. Because, I mean – Does I, he – is he – Will he have to sit? I, I know he's, I don't he's know saying he's that he's going to try to like NFL or – but he's not returned to Florida. I don't, I don't know if he's graduate or not. So, um, I, don't, I don't know. Yeah, so that would make it difficult. If right. I would, uh, you know, I mean, because you haven't seen Harrison Bailey play college football yeah. yet. I mean, you hope he's the guy, but you don't know. Seems like it. We'll see. Um, SEC power rankings. I see, we're, we're going there? SEC power rankings. Oh, yeah, I know. I forgot something. I mean, I've got it. I think, I think I can just rattle these off. Okay. Number one. LSU. I got LSU. Number two. Georgia. That's what I got as well. Number three. I've got Florida. I got Florida as well. Okay, I've got Florida. Four Alabama. Four I have Auburn. I, I've got Alabama. Okay, because Auburn. I mean, Auburn's five and three. I know they beat Alabama head to head, but it's power rankings. It's not real rankings. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, you you won head to head. I mean, Alabama only has one more SEC win than we do. 
Right. I mean, that's that that's why I kept them above. But, uh, that's why I put them below Florida, but above Auburn because Florida yeah. did beat Auburn, um, but they also just look better than Auburn, in my opinion. And then Alabama. Alabama's probably better than Georgia and Florida, but with Tua. Yes. I mean, Georgia. Mac Jones. I don't know. Georgia. They might be better than the what. I don't know. I haven't watched the game yet. Obviously, it wasn't defense that won it. But I was thinking if if uh, Auburn's offense is good, their defense will be fine. Which I mean, forty five points isn't great, but you did enough, I guess. Yeah. I mean, they scored forty five points still. Yeah. They would score forty five on Georgia. Oh yeah. So that's what I mean. I mean they I, scored like, that much against LSU. Yeah. Like with Matt Jones, they would score forty five. though, is what I mean. So. Oh okay. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Um, but yeah, I just I put Auburn there because Auburn's offense was very underwhelming this season. Yeah. Even, I mean, yesterday they scored 48, which is far more than I saw. Yeah. After I saw the score, I was like, what the crap? Yeah. Yeah. That didn't make any sense to me. Yeah, I thought it would be a defensive battle. Yeah. But it really was not. Um, But after Auburn, I've got Tennessee. I have Tennessee at six as well. Number seven. A&M. I got A&M. Eight. Kentucky? Uh, Yeah, I've got Kentucky. Actually, yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll keep them at eight. Yeah. Okay. I got Mississippi State after Kentucky. I, I do also. Uh, number 10, Ole Miss. Ole Piss. I struggle with this because they didn't win a lot of games either. And that last loss to Mississippi State, that shouldn't have – I don't know if you said it shouldn't have. It still goes to overtime, so I don't know. Um, I had a tough time putting them there. I'm going to I'm gonna keep Missouri in front of them. Missouri's technically – I know they haven't had a great season. They're technically bowl eligible. and Yeah. Or not. I guess not technically. They should have been bowl eligible, but they're not. So, so I've got, yeah, Kentucky, Missouri, right? Mississippi State. Mississippi Kentucky, State. Mississippi State, Missouri. Okay, I have Ole Miss, and then I have South Carolina. Oh, I've got South Carolina there. No, no, no. Sorry, reverse that. Ole Miss, then South Carolina, and then twelve. You have twelve. You have South Carolina, right? Yes. Twelve. I have Missouri. Okay. Um, Thirteen Vanderbilt. Thirteen Vanderbilt. Fourteen. Fourteen Arkansas. Tulane. Fifteen Swanee. Sixteen <laughs> Arkansas. There you go. Yeah, dude. They're t- oh my god, no, Arkansas. Bad. So I can't. I can't wait to play them next year. Oh yeah, that'll they be are terrible. They are absolutely terrible. Right. What about um? So college football. Let's get into college football. Oh, before we do that, okay. As a true football fan, you already know. Just as sure as the season changes, Tom Brady will keep the Patriots in the game every weekend. Our favorite gridiron warriors put their skills to the test. So why aren't you doing the same? We're almost halfway through the NFL season, so now is the time to get off the sidelines and get in the game with my bookie. My Boogie is the premier place to bet on all your favorite pro and college football action every weekend. They always have the most up-to-date lines and the most prop bets of any sports book on the planet. So if you're going to bet this season, do the smart thing and bet bet with the best at My Boogie. If you're the kind of guy who likes to bet a little to win a lot, try parlay. Pick your locks for the week, put them together in one parlay bet, and when they all come through, the rewards will be huge. Best part is, if you join right now, My Boogie will double your first deposit. That's right. If you put in $1,000, they will give you 1000 That's double your initial deposit you can use on all your favorite picks. Use the promo code CHAIR to activate the offer today. That's promo code C-H-A-I-R to double your cash. Visit mybookie.ag today. You play, you win, you get paid. College football recap. Who does, yeah. who, who does, go check out my bookie, college football recap. Who does Arkansas hire, by the way? Gone. Just my zone. <laughs> I don't know. That's the only person that like comes up. I don't. I have no clue. Houston Nut, maybe. Maybe I don't know. I don't know. I Someone don't... mentioned that at the Thanksgiving I was at that they should just go hire him back. There, there's not a lot of people out there. 
Do, do you give um, God? What's his name? At Liberty. Uh, freeze. He yeah, freeze. he freeze. Do you give him a shot? Has he done enough? Liberty's in a bowl game. Yeah. Do you give him know. a shot? I don't know. His is more, I think, off field issues that you got to deal with. So yeah. That you're but worried I mean, about. You, you probably he's probably on your list. Yeah, he's got to be on your list. Yeah. Um. Other than that, I I don't know. Barry Odom. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. It's gonna be difficult for them to find somebody because you have. You don't have high expectations there, but you have you have to do better, and I just don't see that program getting any better for a while. Right. No, I agree. In my opinion. I agree with that. I agree with that. Um, college four recap. Let me pull up the scores. Obviously, you have the, the Iron Bowl finish. I mean, Alabama's kick, kickers continue to struggle. And they're done. They're they're completely out of college football playoff. Right? Yeah. Oh, 100%. I mean, I guess craziness could ensue, but yeah. I mean, absolute craziness would have to ensue. Uh, I mean, Georgia would have to get beat by, what, 45? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't even know what the Pac-12 looks like. Um, we can look around, though, and, and, and see here. Ohio State, I mean, just proving that they're they're legit. They're the best team in college football right now. It's ridiculous. What about Virginia beating Virginia Tech? That was wild. Was well, wild. we talked about that on Friday. Yeah, I forgot did. we had yeah. a Friday. Um, Wisconsin beating Minnesota. Yeah. People have picked us to play Minnesota in the Outback Bowl. I wouldn't hate that. I don't That'd think. be fun. Yeah, I wouldn't hate that. Uh, what about Kentucky over Louisville? I saw one person pick Louisville. I was like, "You're an idiot." Um, but, yeah, they scored forty-five to thirteen. Forty-five points. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. How do you let that happen? I don't know. I, I mean, know. like you know what's coming. Yeah. I mean, I know Lynn Bowden Jr. is a freak athlete, but right, still, like, still, that defensive coordinator should have been fired on the spot. What about uh Baylor sixty one to six? I know it was over Kansas, but I mean that's just they're just trying to build their resume. Oh yeah, right they're now, making right? a statement. Yeah, they are. And it's between I guess Oklahoma and Baylor, the winner of that, and then the if Utah wins, it would be between them two to see who gets the final. And that's if all the other in the top four right. win. LSU beats uh-huh. Georgia and puts them out. Right. One of the SEC SEC teams should be there. Only Ohio State will go if they win. Only Clemson will go if they win. Like if the other team in the conference won, they wouldn't go. I think so, if Georgia wins, I think they're both. I think LSU and Georgia would be in potentially, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean it's potentially because um, I, I was looking at I was looking at Oklahoma and Utah. Just assuming they both win the Pac-12 championship or Pac-12 Big 12, and Big Twelve. Yeah, yeah. Um, Utah lost by three. Uh, seven USC. points to oh. USC. Yeah. At USC. But you know they forget your latest law. I mean, that's just yeah. the way it goes. I mean, o- I- and Oklahoma lost on the road to Kansas, Kansas State. State. Yeah, I mean, seven. it's definitely. So, I don't I don't know which one's worse. It depends on the performance, more than likely, of, yeah. Oklahoma, or of uh, LSU if they were to lose. Yeah, I don't I mean, like you said, LSU probably gets in. I agree with that. They probably get in, but it certainly depends on what else happens. Because, again, it's tough to deny a conference, one last I kinda, conference champion. I kind of like Utah better than Oklahoma. I, I like Jalen Hurts, and I think he's awesome. But I think that's it. They just have, they like, just an have offense. Like, it's nothing. Yeah. Like, their defense is terrible. I think Utah has a solid team. Now, their offense isn't as good as Oklahoma. And I'm Whoever plays to, in that four spot is going to get beat, Bob. Yeah, so. yeah, so <laughs> it's only fair. yeah. You pick your poison, I guess. Yeah, it's only fair. Here. Um, LSU again, I guess, just in case that lost to Georgia, fifty to seven. padding their resume. God. Yeah, 
What about Joe Burrow uh, changing his name on the back? That's pretty cool. Yeah, that was cool. No, that was. But did you see Bleacher Report called him Broadway Joe? Yeah, I didn't. I was like, um, Broadway. I was like, the kid from Ohio who plays in Baton Rouge. Broadway Joe. Also, ease up on the whole, you know, let him win a Super Bowl before we start crowning him with cool nicknames like that. <laughs> or at least a national championship. Yeah, but I don't, I don't get the Broadway Joe. Why not, like, I don't know. I mean, if he, again. I like the Burrow. I like, that's cool. If he had won, if he had won a national championship, we might compare him to Joe Namath. But let him do that first. Yeah, Broadway Joe. Um, what was I going to say? Georgia all over Georgia Tech. Oh, 52 to 7. Utah beat Colorado 45-15. Oklahoma beat Oklahoma State 34 to 16. Florida 40 40 to 17 over Florida State. Ooh. Yeah, getting tired now. Any other games? That's kind of it. No, it is kind of it. Robbery weekend, baby. Did yeah. you see the end of the UNLV Nevada game? I did not. So UNLV scored a touchdown. Is Malik Henry still the quarterback for them? Uh I don't know, Nevada got beat. So, uh UNLV scored a touchdown to end the game. And he scores and goes and celebrates, like runs past their bench celebrating. Oh, nice. And starts a bench-clearing brawl. <laughs> oh, yeah, I like so, it. Yeah, it was pretty ugly. Pretty ugly. Good. Segments. Segments. You want to tell them about Bluetooth before we jump into this? Yeah. So, guys, remember the days when you're always ready to go? Yes, we're talking about sex. To make it awkward, we're talking about sex. Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up. BlueChew.com, that's blue like the color, brings you the first chewable with the same FDA-approved active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis so you know it works. You can take them anytime, day or night, on a full or empty stomach, and since they're chewable, they work up twice as fast as a pill so you can be ready whenever the opportunity arises. Pun intended. (laughs) If you can benefit for the extra function and more confidence in bed where it counts, Blue Chew is the fast and easy way to enhance your performance. Most guys talk a good game, but Blue Chew helps you follow through. Blue Chew is prescribed online and ships direct straight to your door in a discreet package to no in-person doctor's visits. No more waiting in a pharmacy and best of all, best of all no more awkwardness. They're made in the U.S. of A, baby, and since Blue Chew prepares and ships direct, they're cheaper than a pharmacy. Right now, you can get a special offer for our listeners. Visit BlueChew.com and get your first shipment free when you use the promo code ARMCHAIR. Again, that's a promo code ARMCHAIR. Just pay the $5 shipping. Again, that's BlueChew.com. Promo code ARMCHAIR to try it for free. They're cheaper, better. Guys, go check them out. BlueChew. Matt Luke got fired. Oh, good for him. (laughs) Nice. So, uh, I don't know. Is, is the bottom tier SEC teams just going to switch coaches around? Probably. I mean, probably. Let's be honest. It's about <laughs> the NFL. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Um, segments. Most important. Most important. You got one? Uh, so, yes. But my Brandon Kennedy was one of them, the, the quote about. Um, my other one, you mentioned it, sort of. I mean, you, you said it. But a tribute – or so Joe Burrow had Burrow spelled – with uh, instead of the O W at the end, it was the E A U X, the Cajun spelling, I guess. I don't know. I guess that's what it relates to. 
uh, on the back of his jersey, which is really cool. And then did you see his tweet? No. It's an awesome tweet. This is like, I hate, I hate so much that I like some of the things about LSU. Um, I like Coach O. Um, and Burrow. Then Burrow. And then he tweeted this. A tribute to this great state and university, Death Valley, where opponents' dreams come to die, but where mine came true. I was like, all right. Cool. Dope. Yeah, I was like, that's pretty cool, man. That's dope. <laughs> uh, my first one is a guy in Montana. I read the article, but I forgot his name. Um, but he's, he survived two maulings by the same grizzly bear. Yeah, dude. Maybe stop going to that part of the woods. So he, How like, do they know that it's the same grizzly bear? Well, so like he... It like happened like, name. In, in like the next couple minutes. Uh, oh, okay, okay. So like it, it mauled him. <laughs> I thought this was like ten years apart, and that and grizzly he, bear was like, "I remember you, motherfucker." <laughs> like, and then he was like walking back the down the trail to like go to the hospital, and oh, nice. yeah. it came back out and mauled him again. Nice, but he's good. He's alive, alive and Perfect. well. Yeah, Pretty crazy two story. grizzly bear maulings. That's that's got to be like. Like, what do you think the chances of that? One in, like, a gazillion? Yeah, I guess that grizzly bear was not full. Yeah, and he was like, dude. Yeah, I don't know. And then to live, like, did <laughs> not even, like, kill you? Yeah, when you initially said that, I definitely expected, like, a five-year gap between these grizzly bears and grizzly yeah. bear attacks. They tracked it. <laughs> yeah. My next one is, uh, Tom Brady said Julian Edelman has been a good leader for the Patriots' young receivers. Edelman wouldn't reveal his leadership style. He was quoted. He said, I don't think Yoda would go out there and uh, tell his secrets of how he trains Jedis. <laughs> I was like, all right, that's a pretty good quote. <laughs> that's a pretty good quote. Mm. I had another one about the Ravens, but I forget where it was at. While you're looking for that, I'll do my next one. Um, that, I can't remember. Is it Barry McCoskey? That his name on Twitter? That dude who like tweeted. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Tweeted uh, TD passes with Chicago. Trubisky forty two, Mahomes zero, Watson zero. But sure, keep saying the Bears uh, should have picked Mahomes and Watson over Trubisky. I mean, he's got a point. Yeah, the statistics don't lie. Uh, mine. I just saw this. It's uh, the Dolphins kicker was the first kicker to have a receiving touchdown in the game. They tried oh, like that. Was that. Awesome. The, the one they just showed. Yeah. yeah. That was awesome. Yep. Um, and then I also have the Ravens ran the ball 48 times on Monday Night Football. They failed to gain yardage on only three of those runs, and they are Robert Griffin's three nil downs to end the game. <laughs> <laughs> so is Lamar Jackson a running back? Damn near. <laughs> but what about like. Hey, uh, Robert, go take these nil down so I don't have to get right. So I'm not, I'm not take the negative yardage. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I like that move. I like that move a lot. Uh, any more most important? No, I'm good. Fail, fail of the week. You got any? Uh, the the piss dog piss celebration. Oh my gosh, dude, <laughs> it's got to be one. How right? stupid can you be? Like everyone's like the kicker should have made it. I'm not arguing that point, but yeah, it's like you know. The quarterback could probably throw a 50-yard pass, but why make him throw 50 when he could throw a 10-yard pass? Yeah. <laughs> like, I, yeah, no, that's... And is Butch Jones overseeing um, Arkansas and Missouri's strength and conditioning program? Is he overseeing Alabama's? He I might. hope so. Hopefully, yeah, it looks seems like their whole team is being coached by Butch Jones. But um, I was talking about just, like, the injuries to Arkansas and Missouri's quarterbacks. Arkansas oh, yeah. was on their fifth string quarterback, and Missouri's was on their third string. Quarterback. Well, Arkansas was due to illness too. 
Yeah, like they had the mumps. Yeah, the mumps. Yeah, what's going on in that locker room? Uh, I don't know. Rubbing, rubbing necks. Uh, <laughs> rubbing necks. Don't most people get mumps like in their lip notes? Oh, I don't know. I think so. That's hilarious. I feel like the pictures I've seen are always like. Just think of like somebody like rubbing necks, like neck to neck. You've never seen that? Giraffes just. <laughs> yeah, but humans do it? I've never even seen giraffes. I mean, giraffes, like, it makes sense. Like, you guys have some long necks. I just made like, that humans, up, like, that's weird. I just made That's that weirder up. than Eskimo kisses. You've seen people Eskimo kiss in public? Okay, first off, I'm not a fan of PDA, period. But then watching people do the weirdest things ever? Yeah, no, I'm not. Just, like, another thing. Okay, so this can be, like, a self-whoop-yourself um, thing where we talk about pet peeves. When people sit... In a booth and sit on the same side, like they're on a date and sit on the same side. Yeah, I'm not a fan. Weirdest thing. Ever. Like I, I hate like waiting on people. Like if me and you go and like we're meeting two friends, I hate even though like we know we should probably sit on the same side because what you know the dynamic or whatever. Yeah, I hate that I have to sit on the same side of you for like you know five minutes. Well, I, I just hate like sitting with you. Period. I mean, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> I just use you as an example. I'd never that's go to dinner true. with you. Yeah, I hate you. <laughs> uh, fail of the week. Um. I've got, I've got mine. Um, Good. So the Athletic ran an article about Aubrey Solomon's um, getting eligible, and I didn't read the article. Fair, but I'm just this is a funny quote. I don't know if it was from him or his mom. Like I don't know who said it, but he said it was like it was like going through child childbirth all over again, talking about his uh, transfer to Tennessee and eligibility issues. It was nauseating, roller coasters of emotions. So my question is does. Aubrey Solomon, like, remember being born? Because he's obviously never given birth. That was to my right? first thought. I was like, does he, did like, he? <laughs> is it, it's can't be his quote, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, does he remember going through childbirth? Dude, being born was awesome. Yeah, he's you like, got to try it. <laughs> I definitely remember that day. Like, 100%. <laughs> That's a great memory. Holy crap. <laughs> is it? He's like a baby genius. <laughs> like, that Stewie, kind of memory. Stewie remember his, remembers his birth. Oh, no doubt. Um, no, there's like an episode about it. <laughs> oh, really? I yeah. didn't know that. Um, mine is the Hayden Hollingsworth guy, the guy who plays at Maryville College. Um, he tweeted stuff about Juwan Jennings. Um, then after the game, I added him because I was feeling myself after the game and said, <laughs> said, you good? I just said, like, I added him and said, you good. And he got blocked, that block. He blocked me. Yeah, got that block. Yeah. That's cool. I get it. <laughs> but you asked for it. So. You asked for it. That's all I got. That's all you got, guys. Thank you all so much for listening. I know it's been a long episode, but I feel like we got a, we got a lot accomplished. Yeah, and um, it was a shorter episode on Friday, so exactly. we had to make up for it. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, thank you all for listening. It's been a great week. It's all first off. It's always a great week to be a ball, but it's one of those really good weeks to be a ball. You know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, Victory caps. Exactly. Uh, I don't know what the plan is for this week. I guess we'll talk about it. We can talk about it an hour after the episode because the game is on Wednesday this week against Florida A and M. I don't know if we're going to that. So we'll either do a show on Wednesday or around that date. Don't know. Uh, We'll figure it out and we'll definitely keep you guys updated. But thank you all for listening. Check us out on YouTube, Spotify, uh, iTunes, Google Play. You all can find us wherever there's a podcast. You can find us. Find us on social media as well. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. We're on it all. Um, Yeah, like you said, great day to be a vault. Great time to be a vault. Always. And we're bringing the boat in and we out.